Welcome to Excel Radio with Dr. Nick Zarowski, where we talk with world-class entrepreneurs, executives, and health experts who have unlocked the secrets to Excel Health and performance. Hi, this is Dr. Nick Zarowski, your health and high performance expert, and I am here with Mark Soison. In today's episode, what we're going to talk about is essential tips and strategies to maintain your healthy lifestyle while traveling. And so, you know, this is something that many of my many of the executives, businessmen, and business women ask me right off the bat when I start working with them is how am I going to, you know, first of all, start a healthy lifestyle, but also maintain a healthy lifestyle if I have to travel a lot. And the truth is, is it's pretty simple. You just have to have the right tools in your toolbox. So that's what Mark and I are going to do today is show you different strategies that are, you know, very easy to implement that will help you maintain your healthy lifestyle while traveling. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Nick. Happy to be back on the show with you today. Awesome. Great. Well, I think that, you know, what we should do here is we should really take people through a timeline. So, you know, how you prep before you're going to go jump on a flight and how you go about, uh, you know, going through the airport and then jumping on the flight. And then, of course, you know, whether you're um, on a business trip or vacation, you know, teach people some of the strategies we use in order to maintain our healthy lifestyle as well. Does that sound pretty good? Absolutely. All right, cool. So, you know, I was just traveling. I was out to California by plane. I was over in Chicago and I did that uh, by car. I was driving. And Mm -hmm. the same tips apply whether you're going by plane or by car. You know, in this episode, we're really going to focus on traveling by plane because that's typically the one that's more difficult for people. But, um, you know, you obviously can apply these to both traveling by plane or car. Definitely. So let's go ahead and start with the preparation if you're going to travel by plane. So, you know, I'm sure that, uh, Mark, you've probably been in the same situation that I've been in where it's like I can't tell you how many times that I have – um, cut myself short on time to get to the airport, right? So, um, you know, there's there was just a massive amount of stress in traveling to the airport because, of course, everybody in my way was going slower than normal. Really, I was just going <laughs> for fast, you know. And so I think that, you know, part of the preparation is really making sure you're giving yourself enough, enough time in order to travel. Have you experienced that before? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and it's really the same thing if you're traveling to the airport or even if you're just traveling in a car, if you don't leave early enough and then you're worried and you're stressed, um, it just makes for a very bad experience all around. And of course, as you said, um, stress can be, can play a very important factor in, in terms of uh, having a good experience uh, during your travel. Right, exactly. Because the last thing you want to do is show up to an airport stressed out because typically Mm -hmm. just being at the airport is stressful for many people. You know, you're going through the TSA and all that, but um, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. So um, yeah, leave and give yourself plenty of time to get to the airport. Don't don't activate these stress hormones at the very beginning of your trip. You know, you don't want cortisol just rushing through your system and just, you know, making you completely stressed out of your mind. So give yourself plenty of time. But let's um, talk about what you need to do in order to prep for the airplane. So let's talk about some food, you know, water, these types of things so that you're making good decisions while sure. you're traveling. And, you know, the first thing I want to uh, talk about is preparing, um, 
preparing food for the airplane because you know obviously it's pretty self-evident that once you get to the airport there's not a lot of good choices and also um, if you if you have nothing to uh, eat you're going to just be making some uh, you know choices that obviously you know aren't great you're going to be buying some garbage food most likely so what are some of the things that you suggest mark that people pack in order to um, prepare and have some healthy snacks while traveling well, really what I suggest is very simple items, um, things that, you know, it takes you probably five to ten minutes to put together, um, and also things that are easy to get through security. Um, and so to start with, things like raw nuts, uh, raw veggies, of course, make sure you get more of the the, uh, the harder ones as opposed to the softer ones. If they're in a bag, you don't want them to squish. So right. uh, carrots, celery are very good dried fruit, um, of course fresh fruit as well, just make sure it's not a, a soft, mushy substance. Good healthy beef jerky, all of these things are very good um, for, for snacking purposes and they're also very good for maintaining consistent energy as well and hopefully that will help to decrease your stress levels. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've even brought hard-boiled eggs with me. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, you don't want those like sitting in your bag, like you know, for five hours or something. But if it's something you're going to consume once you get right to the airport, that's not a bad thing to bring either. The other uh, really, you know, kind of a cool thing that I started doing is just bringing a water bottle with me because you know, first of all, you're going to be drinking water on the way to the airport. You want to make sure you stay really hydrated. Airports are really dry places, you know. So you want to stay really hydrated and you also want to be able to have plenty of water while you're at the airport. So what I've been doing is actually just, you know, filling up a water bottle and bringing it with me. Then I'll dump it out, take it through security, and then I'll just refill it at like one of the water stations because most airports have water stations now. So I like doing that because... Um, it's first of all, it saves you a lot of money. For me, I drink quite a bit of water, so um, I'll be like buying like four bottles of water every time we stop <laughs> because right, yeah. um, I'll just fly through it. So bringing a water bottle as well is a pretty, uh, pretty good uh, system that's worked for me. Um, and then, you know, so you're, you're prepared to go to the airport. You're giving yourself plenty of time, making sure that you're not stressed out. But there's a lot of uh, strategies that you should use while you're at the airport as well. And, um, you know, one of the first things that I would really suggest that once you get to the airport is that you don't slam yourself with a huge meal. So one of the way, one of the things that I had, we had already suggested is that you bring a lot of good snacks. And many people, when they get in the airport, they don't have food. They find a huge meal somewhere. They sit down, slam this huge meal, and then you're going to be sitting on a plane, and that's going to just sit in your gut like a rock. So, you know, don't slam yourself with a huge meal. And also, um, make sure that when you're at the airport, you're standing as much as possible because once you're on the plane, it's all sitting. So make sure you're standing as much as possible. Don't find your terminal and then sit down. Keep, you know, keep yourself moving, keep yourself uh, standing up. And one of the things that our bodies really need is a lot of exercise every single day. So if you're traveling across country, like on a five hour flight or something, you're only going to get so much uh, movement while you're on the plane. And that's really next to none. So make sure that you're moving as much as you can uh, in the airport and not sitting at all. And one other tip that I have for you in the uh, airport scenario is, is obviously we all know that traveling is very tiresome. Try to avoid over-caffeinating. 
Um, Nick, as you know, there, it seems like there's a coffee shop every other restaurant in the airport, right? Um, and, and traveling is very stressful. That's going to tire us out. And the first thing we want to go for is a cup of coffee. Um, the issue with that is, is that, you know, initially we'll get that jolt of energy, but then a couple hours later we're just going to come crashing back down even harder than we were before. So it's just something to keep in mind. Absolutely. And I, when I was traveling last time, that was something that was like kind of like haunting me. I'd walk through the airport and I mean, it was like three in the afternoon, but I had had, I think I got up at like four in the morning uh, in order to catch my plane. Mm -hmm. And so at three in the afternoon, like walking by all these Starbucks, that coffee smelled so good. So like oh, I wanted one yeah. so bad, but I knew that like, um, you know, just because I was, you know, even ill prepared a little bit myself that um, I think I just really needed some good quality food because when you're going through the airport, you, like I said, there's not a whole lot of great quality food. So, you know, you start to have all these cravings and sometimes it's not really even what your body needs. So like you might find right. yourself craving coffee and craving sugar and craving, you know, craving all these different like junk foods. But the fact is, is that your body just needs real nutrients in order to um, keep itself going. And, and for me, mm -hmm. like I said, I, I wasn't even greatly prepared myself. So, um, you know, I was like walking by these coffee shops and smelling it and just wanted coffee so bad. So yeah, definitely, definitely make sure that like you just cut that caffeine a little bit and, um, and you're going to find that, uh, you, you don't want to be buzzing all day. It's really easy to get into that caffeinated cycle while you're traveling. When you're choosing the, um, different foods in the airport, one of the different, one of the restaurants that is typically a pretty good to um, eat at is a Mexican place because let's face it I mean sometimes you're gonna have to grab some food and one of the restaurants that I'll typically grab food at is some type of Mexican place because you know you can get black beans chicken uh, mm -hmm. some type of guacamole lettuce you can get some type of burrito bowl it's pretty popular right now especially more than ever right now the uh, Mexican food places are just really big I mean we have Chipotle um, depending where you're at in the country there's uh, you know, salsaritas, there's Cordoba, sure. there's plenty of different Mexican food places. So you can typically make a pretty good uh, choice at a Mexican food restaurant. I know that when I was in the airport last time, I had walked through their whole food court and just saw nothing. I mean, it was all pizza and sandwiches, a lot of breads uh, and that type of thing. And the only really good option was the Mexican place. There was even a smoothie place. However, their um, smoothies were clearly just all artificial flavors. So another thing that you want to avoid is, you know, foods that are just made of, um, right. you know, a lot of synthetic type of materials. So let's jump into on the plane now. I think we've really covered what you should do in an airport in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle and diet. Let's talk about on the plane. What are some tips that you have while being on the plane, Mark? Well, first of all, as you all know, uh, the beverage cart comes down the aisle. And, and what's on the beverage cart? Obviously, there's water, there's coffee, yeah. all kinds of sodas and, and uh, juices that have just ridiculous amounts of sugar in them. So so it's very tempting to go for one of these caffeinated beverages, and this just hits on you know what I talked about earlier about over-caffeinating yourself, and really just try to avoid those things and stick with the water as much as possible. Stay nice and hydrated, and you're really going to feel better, and you're going to maintain your energy and, and uh, have an overall better experience. 
another thing to do is that you're going to have your snacks that you hopefully packed beforehand uh, to snack on because what are your options when you're on the plane? Typically just pretzels and roasted peanuts. Uh, so hopefully you brought your raw nuts, your raw vegetables, your beef jerky. And um, with these things, you know, you're, you're going to maintain your energy during the flight and you're going to have an overall better experience. Right, exactly. Here's some other tips I have too. And, you know, the first tip is that you should sit in an aisle seat. The reason I suggest you should sit in an aisle seat is because that way you can get up without disturbing everybody. You can jump up. You don't have to make two other people get up. You can get up, walk to the bathroom, walk back, um, and just stretch a little bit. Because if you're on a long flight across country, then you're going to be finding that your legs are getting really you know, sore from sitting there. And it's not really good to sit in one place for hours on end. So make sure that you're sitting in an aisle seat and get up as much as you can because as you know, when traveling, you know, there's always the risk of the deep vein thrombosis or DVT. Mark, Absolutely. can you kind of talk about that a little bit more? Because I know that in your line of work, you probably see the DVTs quite often. Yeah, it does happen. Um, I can't say I've seen it from uh, someone sitting on a plane. However, I have seen it from a long car ride. And okay. as you know, these are very similar experiences. You're sitting for a long period of time. Uh, blood is pooling in your veins and your lower legs. Um, <clears throat> and if you're not up and walking around, you know, maybe every hour or so, the blood pools in the legs and causes a clot within your veins. Uh, typical signs and symptoms that you're going to see with these are redness, swelling and pain to one leg or the other it's it's usually not both at the same time so that's the the real tip off point is if you have redness pain swelling in one leg only right okay so in one of the ways that you're going to avoid this as well is making sure that before your flight the you know the day before or even the day of that you're not doing some extremely intense workout you don't want to do an intense workout and then jump on a plane and you also want to make sure you're drinking a lot of water. This is another reason you stay very hydrated. So, you know, when it comes to the deep vein thrombosis, make sure that you're not doing a super intense workout before a long flight or a long trip across country or in a car ride or whatever, because Mark had just said he sees those in uh, people who travel in the car quite a bit. So Definitely. make sure you're not doing a very intense workout and make sure that you're drinking a lot of water. And now, um, the next thing that I see a lot of people do while they're on the plane is that they'll get on their computers, right? Now that we have Wi-Fi on planes, people are jumping on their computers and they're going to work. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that, you know, it's, I think it's a great time to be productive if that's what you, um, you know, need to do versus just uh, sitting and listening to music or playing a game on an iPad or something like that. Um, so, you know, if you're going to be working on your computer, here's an important tip while on a plane is watch your posture because you're going to hurt your neck if you are just hunched over working on your computer. I see it all the time. People on their plane, their shoulders are rolled over. Their neck is like way out in front of their, their body and they're just, mm -hmm. uh, they're just really hunched over in this terrible posture that is going to cause them to have all types of muscle spasms and headaches and everything else. So you don't want to mess up your posture and possibly mess up your business trip or your vacation with um, having headaches while you're traveling or, or having some neck pain or back pain. And while you're on the plane, if you're using your computer, it's a 
good way to screw up your neck and mess up your back. So make sure that you're watching your posture. Be very cognizant of this because you want to sit up straight. You want to keep your you want to keep your um, head back and not way out in front of your body. And you want to make sure that you're not driving this this um, abnormal posture. And that's going to cause headaches and a lot of muscle spasms. So watch your posture as well. So let's recap on that. While you're on the plane, you want to make sure that you're getting up as much as possible. You're avoiding the uh, poor quality beverages and snacks. And you also want to make sure you watch your posture. And then in order to prevent the the DVT, you want to make sure you're drinking a lot of water, not hitting a huge, uh, really intense exercise the day before. And then also you're getting up walking around as much as you can. So I think that pretty much wraps it up for being on the plane. So let's jump in to like the next segment of a trip and that is being at the destination. And you know, this is also something that can plague a lot of people because you know, one of the things that they do when they're on vacation is that they want to go to restaurants a lot of times that aren't great. They want to right. make poor choices. And a lot of times it just becomes, um, you know, a time when people totally fall off the bandwagon and fall off their normal schedule and, um, and everything. So let's first of all talk about eating properly while you're at your destination. So, um, Mark, do you have any tips for eating properly while you're uh, at your destination? Well, probably my biggest tip is just to really be aware of what you're putting into your body and be aware of what restaurants you're going to. Um, another option, and and this might turn people some people off initially, but if you think about it more, it's not it's not that too far fetched. So instead of going to a fast food restaurant if you're on the go, especially if you're already at your destination, it's a large area and they have grocery stores around, try instead to go to a natural grocery store. Yeah, a lot of these big box uh, grocery stores actually mm-hmm. have salad bars and, and food, uh, I guess, booths inside of them that typically offer good, healthy options for our food. So that's probably the biggest tip I have. Right. And here's some of the different strategies I use as well. And first, first of all, you know, there's technology that can help you out with this. There's an application that I use called Healthy Out, um, just the words Healthy Out. And what it does is you punch in the uh, zip code or the address of where you're at, and it'll find all the different restaurants that are located around you. And in that app, it has a filter. And on, well, where it's filtering out the restaurants that you would eat at and things that you wouldn't eat. So when you go into that filter, and you put like, okay, I'm looking for a gluten-free option, a dairy-free mm-hmm. option. I'm looking for a paleo option. And you go and you put all these things into this filter. And then it comes up with all the restaurants in the area that you can actually eat at. So that's one option is that you can go and, you can go and utilize like technology in order to help you eat healthy. It's something that I really like because that way there's no guesswork as in like you show up to a restaurant, you're like, you know, what did I just do? I sat down. It's too awkward for me to get up and leave. So, you know, now (laughs) I have to make a choice here. And the other thing too, is that when you go to the typical restaurant, you can, you can usually get a good salad, a lot of good roasted greens. And, you know, if you're really confused on what you should and shouldn't be eating, then just stick to the meat and vegetables. That's a pretty simple way to make sure that you're eating healthy. Stick to the meat and vegetables. And um, the other thing that you can do is choose 
good meat options. So for instance, lamb is always a good grass-fed meat. Bison's always a good grass-fed meat. So if you want to have good choices or, or meats that you know are good quality, you know, the lamb and the bison are always always a good option because it's just in their nature in, in how these animals are raised that they have to be grass-fed. They don't do well eating any other way. So those are some good strategies in order to make sure that you're maintaining a healthy diet. Make sure you um, choose restaurants wisely. Go to a grocery store. Pick stuff up. I mean, my wife and I, when we've traveled, we've even brought stuff. Say, for instance, you know, one mm -hmm. time we went to a um, uh, to a island, and what we did is we actually brought like um, simple things that we could make right in the room. So uh, we just brought a couple grocery bags of stuff, and I believe we even brought a uh, griddle one time so that we could cook breakfast just because you know like I'm pretty big on eating healthy while traveling so you can come up with all sorts of ways to make sure that you're eating healthy but you know you get creative with it and just make some good options another thing that you um, make sure that another thing you want to do is make sure that you are exercising and maintaining your um, fitness while you're traveling and so, Mark, I know that you have done a lot of CrossFit and you're big into that. So what are some of the different suggestions that you have when it comes to traveling and maintaining your fitness? Because I know that CrossFit uh, guys, they really do intense workouts and they don't have a lot of fancy equipment. So what are some of the things that you do in order to maintain fitness while traveling? Well, first of all, most hotels have a small gym. Um and, and if that's not available, then really I just like to say be creative and use what you have. Uh, if you're on the coast, if you have a beach, a park next to you, bike, swim, walk, run, hiking, all of these are definite options. And certainly uh, some form of exercise is better than no exercise at all. Right. If you want to be very specific and, and ask me how... Uh, if I'm doing CrossFit and I'm traveling, how would I make that happen? Uh, I'm going to need some sort of weightlifting equip equipment typically. So again, if the hotel has a small gym, that's always an option. And you know, all you need is a bar and some weights. It's, it's not very involved. So um, again, really the biggest thing is just to be creative, use what you have, and, and always some form of exercise is better than no exercise at all. Right. I mean, running stairs is a pretty big thing for me. Yep. Um, you know, you're going to find a staircase in about any hotel. So running the stairs, um, just getting outside, running, doing push-ups, doing squats, doing doing workouts that literally just, you know, involve you and gravity is going to be very intense in itself. So you don't have to get too, uh, you know, too extreme with it while you're on vacation. Um, I do plenty of really intense and workouts that I don't need a weight or anything. But like you said, most hotels have a gym. So one of the things that I tell people is make it a priority when you get to your destination to head right to the gym. You know, don't put it off or I'll get there the next day. Just head right to the gym. Just get it out of the way. And and you know, because you're on vacation or you're traveling for work, whatever the case is, you know, you're going to want to make sure that you're wrapping up your workouts uh, pretty quickly, most likely. Um, right. So if you're doing uh, burst training, which you can actually look to some of the previous episodes on how to do that, if you haven't, um, if you don't know what burst training is, if you're doing burst training, that's going to be the fastest way to just go get a really intense workout and wrap it up fast and, you know, go on enjoying your day. Um, you can knock out a very, very solid workout in 15 to 20 minutes. 
Another thing that you can do, and this is once again, leveraging technology in order to help you maintain your fitness level while you're traveling, and there's an app called Mind Body Connect. What Mind Body Connect is, is an app where you put in your location, and what it does is it pulls up all the local um, gyms and fitness centers in that area and tells you what classes they're having that you can go drop in at. So let's say you're on vacation, you're like, wow, I really want to jump in a Pilates class, a yoga class, a CrossFit uh, um, workout, whatever it is. You can actually just punch it in and this app will tell you, okay, um, at 4.30 this yoga um, class is starting and you can jump right into this yoga class and you can actually just pay right on that app. So you can get into any form of workout that you want in most cases and not have to worry about like walking into a gym and being like, okay, well, if you want to work out here, you have to sign, you know, 30 pages worth of paperwork sure, yeah. and, and uh, go talk to the salesperson, see if we can get you to sign up. And it's like, look, <laughs> sign I'm, up for a monthly membership. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm on vacation. Like I don't want to do that. So, I mean, I've had that happen so many times. So yeah, this new app that I came across last time I was traveling called mind body connect is really incredible because like I said, you can just go jump in any workout and they're expecting it. Like it's not like, like, oh, who's the new guy? You know, <laughs> they're expecting it. Right. They're like, all right, cool, jump in. We've had we have all kinds of people jump in our workouts. So I think that's a really good strategy as well. So I mean, I think that we really gave a lot of good tangible strategies here that people can start implementing. I mean, Mark, do you have anything else that, you know, any last uh tips that you would suggest for people when traveling? Well, Nick, I think overall, you know, we talked about diet, we talked about exercise and all these different uh, processes throughout the travel. Um, and again, I mentioned this earlier, but I think it's extremely important. Do not over-caffeinate. This is very important, uh, especially when you get to your destination. So maybe you had a, a coffee or some sort of caffeinated beverage on the plane, you're feeling pretty good. You get to that destination, you get to your hotel, and Instead of going to work out, you're just going to want to crash and go take a nap or go to sleep for the evening. So I think that's very important. And then in terms of exercise, I mentioned this before again, be creative. Use what you have and any form of exercise is better than not exercising at all. Yeah, excellent. And if I was to narrow all this down to one thing that I think is like one of the key things – to make sure that you do in order to make to make all this happen to maintain your healthy lifestyle it's preparation make sure you're preparing properly before you even leave the house like you know sit down and just kind of you know i'm not saying sit down for an hour and try to work all this out i mean we're talking like five minutes sit down prepare and make sure that you're prepared with healthy food healthy snacks you know you can you could type in and figure out where you're going to work out and look at the classes available before you even get there so i really narrow it down to preparation being the number one key thing that you have to do in order to make all this happen so as far as traveling healthy this is all i have for you today and I think that if you just um, start implementing some of these tools here, you're going to find that traveling is really not that hard to do while you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle and maintain a healthy lifestyle as long as you have the right tools and strategies. So uh, reach out to us if you have any more questions and you need any more tips that are more specific. But for the most part, this is, uh, this is all I have for you today. And it has been great sharing this information with you. If you want more information to multiply your health and simplify your lifestyle, visit our website at excelpodcast.com. Until next time, have an outstanding day.